0: Hi, I'm Travis and I'm Greg and you're listening to Building Blank,
1: a collaborative world building podcast
0: and today we're returning to Delta City. All right, and today we are talking about cities again. Yes, sir. Yeah, the return to Delta.
1: Yeah, yeah. So last time we talked about uh, why rivers make an easy choice, if not the preferred place to uh, place a city. Yeah. And um, I think there's probably going to be a lot of people wondering, and myself including, included, where uh, where would you place a city if it's not on a river? Like, what goes into that, right? Okay. But we should probably just give that a uh, the episode it deserves, and we'll just we'll do it in the future on another day.
0: Yeah, I and think. So, I think today yeah. we're going to be looking at the city in uh, more like micro scale rather than yeah. general where you where to put it.
1: Yeah. So, so we placed our city, it's on a river. We talked about that last episode, go check it out. One, you know, it's a pretty, pretty basic, but the river kind of gives you everything, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And um, just for a recap, what, what are the size classifications when we're looking at cities?
1: Yeah. So this was way back in our first episode, I guess, eh?
0: I think second.
1: Okay. Well, I shouldn't say way back. It's only, what is it, our ninth?
0: Yeah. We've been recording for two months now.
1: Yeah. So a small city is 5,000 to 12,000. Okay. A large city is 12,000 to 25,000 people. Okay. And then a metropolis is everything over 25,000. Okay. Those are the guidelines we've been using and I think those are fairly good.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, so when we're looking at cities, um, I like to look at them as like there's a point to the whole, but also I want, I like to look at the districts specifically kind of yeah. like, what work... do you... sorry, oh, I was
1: going to say, what do you mean by a point to the whole?
0: Well, like, you know, you do the m- m- macro stuff where, where it is, um, is it on, you know, is it on a river? Is it, you know, due to mining, et cetera. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but then like when you're looking at the districts, I really like to specialize each one. Yeah, and like work on them as if it was a like a town within the city. Yeah, and then it, so when we say dedicated religion, I think we mean like dedicated like temples and cathedrals and uh, places of worship.
1: Yeah, well, that's what I mean by dedicated for all those. Yeah, it's like the building. Yeah, more or less. Like, like you're not gonna have a. Or you'd have a farrier, like somebody that shoot horses. Mm -hmm. and Then you'd also have like a blacksmith.
0: Yeah, they don't do both jobs.
1: And then you might have an armorer as well. Mm -hmm. And then like some guy that just makes really good swords.
0: Yeah, like a weaponsmith.
1: So dedicated or specialized, maybe it's a better word, specialization.
0: Whereas in a village, you would probably have one blacksmith that makes everything from nails to horseshoes to simple weapons to tools and everything, right? Like, so we
1: need to ask ourselves some questions okay. about about a city, right?
0: Yeah. What are those questions?
1: Yeah. And then um and yeah, so I just kind of like thinking of it. And so like well, some of the things I like asking is how did the city get there? Right. Like most cities aren't just made overnight kind of thing. Yeah. Like there are um, some boom towns in like the industrial revolution or even boom cities. Where they do almost overnight, they're just huge, right? But I think for this time period, you know, it's likely that they just kind of grew up little by little over time. And they might have been a city for a long time, like some of the, um, like Babylon, right? Like Babylon's been a city forever, or was, you know what I mean? Yeah. Is it an ancient city? Is it new? What's going on there? And then that kind of gives me, like, in an ancient city, you're going to have like old walls and old temples, and yeah. it's probably kind of sprawling and messy, right? Yeah. Whereas a newer town might not be, or a newer city. Still could be, though, too, mm-hmm. like if it was kind of built in a rush. Like um, I was reading that, uh, what's that George R. R. Martin book where it's like his Silmarillion kind of... Fire and Blood? Yeah, I think that's the one.
0: Yeah, that's, that's-, that's the one that um, chronicles the Targaryen lineage.
1: Yeah, and they're talking about like how King's Landing was built. Yeah, and that's kind of like so. It's one of the newer newer cities in all of Westeros. Yeah, it just kind of there was no plan to it. Like they they had the three hills, and they kind of built on those, putting different things on them, and then everything else just kind of happened. Like they had roads going from each yeah. to the to the water, and, and then, then everything, everything was just between. yeah, and just they they just kind of kept putting. Working on it, right? But, yeah. Yeah, so it can just kind of be anything you want. But then, um, like, the way we're doing the city building is kind of different than the way I would normally do it. Like, I would probably build the empire or the whatever I was going to build first. Okay. And then place the cities. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: But, yeah, but because of the nature of how we are, like, everything we're doing is um, brainstorm as we go. Yeah is a little different um and we don't also don't talk about it between episodes like me and greg we don't um we don't discuss our ideas Mm -hmm. that way it's fresh for when we're recording
1: yeah so with some of the cities like i like thinking kind of like how much influence does it have outside the city or like what would its borders be like is it a standalone city state that's kind of self-sufficient for the most part or is it um Part of a huge empire, mm-hmm. or is it a capital city of the surrounding area? Yeah. Those kind of things. And that's going to change to certain things too, right? Like, I mean, a capital city is going to have, is going to be a little more magnificent mm-hmm. in its architecture and stuff than like an outpost. Yeah. Exactly. Or um, it could have even be a colony or something. Like, um, that's where we actually get the word metropolis is from the Greek. Meaning basically, mother city. Like you'd have a colony, or like a bunch of settlers leave one city and go and make another city. Yeah. And then whatever city they left would be the metropolis. Okay. And then basically that just kind of turned into like big city because if a city's so big that people are leaving it and making other cities.
0: Yeah. Exactly. So you know, it, it's big enough to like split.
1: Yeah. So. Is that cool? But, um, yeah, so that's kind of just like a little bit of a preamble. <laughs> okay. Yep. But uh, so kind of one of the main things would be what kind of government would the city have, right?
0: Yeah. How is it governed? How is that structure?
1: Yeah. And so is it a monarchy or is it an absolute monarchy? You know, maybe it's um, a constitutional monarchy if they're, you know, like modern Britain yeah right? I, th- I think they still got that don't they
0: <laughs> yeah that's what what uh that's actually what we are yeah here in canada
1: because we got the governor general
0: yeah and, and the queen
1: yeah but i mean like she's the um representative of the
0: queen yeah yeah yeah
1: but uh yeah or you could have like a council or a public or it could be
0: it could be a theocracy
1: oh yeah that's one i forgot um, about.
0: Yeah. another one in fantasy it could be a majocracy.
1: Oh that is cool. I never I don't even think I've heard of that.
0: Yeah, there is um there is a city in Forgotten Realms um called Thay that is a majorocracy. I don't know a lot about it other than the fact that it is a majorocracy. Um, yeah. also in Critical Role that I'm listening to they're exploring an ancient city that was a majorocracy that's like fallen into ruin and they're exploring that, like they're going there. Um, that's all I really know about, about that at the point where I'm, I'm at.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, because like the reason I think I like starting with the structure of it. And I just thought of another one uh, you could be like a tyrant or yeah. like, like military rule kind of thing.
0: Okay. Uh, or where, oligarchy. Like,
1: yeah. But basically whatever, however you're running your city is going to determine what kind of like the main building in the center is going to be. Right. Yeah. Like if you have a monarch, you can have a really nice palace. Assume. Yeah. You know. And that like, that would be the capital city too. Right. Like you might not even be building the capital. Yeah, exactly. But still that's going to make like, like who's under the monarch, right? Like what who's, kind
0: of who's is the governing body of this city. Yeah. And like, area.
1: yeah. How, how far do you got to go to get to the top kind of thing? Yeah and then yeah okay. so a theocracy right like you'd have a church or a temple yeah. like the main thing in any of your cities right mm-hmm. and then same with like a mageocracy the um i mean it could be some cool tower or, you or
0: know, a series like of towers some, or whatever
1: or or like a magical boarding school or something yeah <laughs> <laughs> or, or yeah then if it's a kind of more democratic or republic right then you'll have yeah
0: and you can mix and match a lot of these uh structures too
1: Yeah, like, it's a word that I didn't think I would be using so much, but we've been saying it a lot, and that's, like, flavor, right? Yeah. Like, it's kind of all about the feeling you want to get or the flavor you want. And, I don't know, you're kind of, like, just concocting this weird little thing. You're like, oh, I want a little bit of democracy because, you know, I want that flavor. And a madeocracy because wizards are cool or something, right? Maybe Madeocracy...
0: society is highly magic motivated yeah um
1: and uh that would make sense of ageocracy for like a lot of cities right like mm -hmm. wizards just have a lot of power and i mean going off of the uh just like the genre sometimes wizards live a long time too yeah like longer than normal so i mean it kind of makes sense that they would just end up in power right but that all depends on your magic system you're using, right? If you have one even. Mm-hmm. But then um, yeah, so that kind of gets like the center, right? Because any anytime anything that you're any sort of governing body, right, is usually centrally located. Even if it's not like a central government in that city, there's a good chance it's gonna be at least well situated, right?
0: Yeah. So I I did wanna like touch back on the mixing of the um different types um and a good real world example is the vatican city oh yeah because it's a theocratic absolute elective monarchy which are words (laughs) that don't usually mix
1: absolute elective yeah it's
0: yeah it's an absolute elective monarchy right because you know the cardinals elect the pope who then rules till he dies right Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, and then what he says goes, right? Yeah, exactly. Because he's the direct link to God or whatever. They,
0: yeah, yeah, but it's it's, <laughs> it's just four different, like you would think would be different things, but they're like squished in together, and that's how it runs. It's been running for the last what, fifteen hundred years.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, I I don't even I know when the Vatican was founded or any of that. Well, stuff. I mean,
0: it, it's it's out of the ashes of Rome, right? But
1: yeah. Well, like, yeah, yeah. We don't need to get into that.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I just <laughs> but, wanted to point um, that out because um, that's actually the inspiration for my empire, kind of. Okay. Because the emperor of my world, I don't know if you know this, Greg, um, is an absolute elective monarchy. Oh, I don't
1: think I knew that. Or if yeah. I did, you you might have said it like in the first episode or first episode first. Uh,
0: Early first game on, we yeah. Had. because um basically the like senators elect the emperor but then the emperor rules until he dies so it's it's all that except for the theocratic part
1: yeah um and yeah it doesn't even need to be that organized like your city your orc city in your world is probably like well I don't know exactly what it is but like it could still be a chiefdom right like you still got the chiefs
0: yeah so basically in in that example um the major tribes there's eight um and they elect a, a war chief out of the chiefs of those tribes right um okay so basically whoever's in charge has to have the support of the majority of the other tribes but then that can shift at any time.
1: Okay. So that's kind of cool. So it's like a democratic chieftain kind of like, well, I guess maybe it wouldn't even be democratic. That's probably not the right word, but like you need to be a chief to be even be elected.
0: Yeah. Basically um, one tribe is in charge because the other tribes let them be kind of, you know?
1: Oh, it's so it's actually kind of more like if you just had like, like we have like liberal and conservative, and then if you just, like, had six more. <laughs> yeah. Like, they got eight choices.
0: Basically. Um, and it's also kind of based on, like, which tribe is the strongest, quote unquote, perceived. And yeah. then, like, some tribes ally with other tribes because they're enemies of different tribes. So. Right. Like yeah. I have a whole. Enemy my enemy kind of thing. Yeah. I have a whole, like, chart that makes, let's we keep it straight. But anyway, we're not talking about that. Um, (laughs) right now. Yeah. I think you uh, track a little bit. I
1: think it's fine. Yeah. Basically, it just kind of comes down to who are the major movers and shakers of that city. Yeah. And then after that, I like looking at some of the the geography of how is it divided? Mm -hmm. Like, without you doing anything to the city, you're like, I'm putting a city there. And then, like, you, you kind of zoom in. And what is just already there physically that would divide the city up like for example a river you know if you got a a city on two sides of a river you're going to have you
0: know right away three if there's a fork
1: yeah exactly right and then like is there a hill like there's going to be something on that hill yeah and then like if you're built kind of into the mountains you're going to have like mountainside and well valley side or or whatever you want to call it yeah or like uh, uptown, low uh, downtown kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So just like the topography, I guess, right?
0: Yeah, it all counts towards it.
1: And then um and flat areas. Like mm-hmm. if you got some real nice flat areas, it's a good chance that'd be like a market or a square.
0: Yeah. A and, gathering uh, location. And then yeah, along
1: the water, like it's gonna be like that's obvious, right? You can make a little port area mm-hmm. or whatever. And then uh, Another one is does the city have walls? Right? Yeah. Like like we're in fantasy, so I think it's a good chance that most cities have most walls of the time. if you can. Just because I know walls are cool. I like walls.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh I think we should have more walled cities here in Canada. <laughs> That'd be really cool.
1: <laughs> like that South Park episode where Canada builds a wall.
0: <laughs> Didn't think of that, but I mean yeah. Why not? Right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> sure um, yeah. but uh so after that i like thinking of basically where's your first avenue and your main street after that right like okay. you got some major sections divided up you kind of
0: that's a Gimli reference no, I think that, there's a
1: first avenue and main street everywhere but yeah but yeah that is where i got it i, I was gonna say portage in maine but nobody would get that
0: well unless they're in uh, Winnipeg.
1: Yeah, or Manitoba, I guess. Yeah,
0: yeah. But yeah, yeah you're guess. right. Yeah, so there, there's somewhere that is like the main intersection.
1: Yeah, what's the and main? And in my
0: world, there is an inn on that intersection.
1: Yeah, and I think that's a great place for an inn. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean there would be at least a bar, right?
0: You yeah. Think something. And then
1: those two roads are going to divide it up further, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so if you got a a river, two roads a couple hills and then walls. Like if you can just imagine in your mind, that's just a bunch of little areas now. Yeah. Broken. It's got a bunch of, yeah, it's already kind of, it's already half broken up for you. Mm-hmm. So then after that, you kind of need to think like, what else do I need? Right. Yeah. Like what needs these districts need to be? And so and we kind of talk about them? them. Yeah. Or, or just like what separates them and what do you, like, what do you need in the city?
0: Mm-hmm. So does an actual wall separate them? Does wall separate some of them? Does the river separate them? Does like it just change as you're going through and now you're in a different neighborhood.
1: Yeah. Like, um, well, in our Delta city, we made canals, right?
0: Yeah. Everything's like, separated by canals, but it doesn't have to be. No. Right. Like you can have two districts sandwiched up together with no real defining line.
1: Yeah, and um,
0: your people know. Oh, I've gone past Second Avenue. I'm now in Slopside.
1: Yeah, and th- that could be kind of like some cool, like story fodder, almost maybe.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or I mean, just for the history of your world, if you're inter interested in it, like, why is that the division? Like,
0: what makes there a, what makes it different?
1: Yeah, maybe there was something there before, and then there was like a bunch of refugees or something from another city, and then they just like kind of turned that into a temporary holding place for them.
0: That became more that, than temporary.
1: It became permanent, which is like mm-hmm. kind of something that is sad that happens in real life, right? Mm-hmm. And then but that was like a hundred years ago. Yeah. And now there's just like this part of the town.
0: Right oh, now we're walking into old old town, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, some of the some of the buildings you might have would be like you could have educational buildings which are like an archive Okay, is just basically somewhere where you keep records. So that could be, right. Cause you're going to be looking at those records if you're going to be teaching Yeah, or learning. So that could, could be in a library or it could be in a college or university. And so college and university are the other educational things you could have if you wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some more like fantasy educational buildings you can think of?
0: Um in fantasy like mage colleges yeah or bardic schools or colleges um typically i don't usually include like public schools in my fantasy um setting setting mm-hmm. um basically like um if if you're wealthy enough to You know, hire private tutors. That's that's what they do. But then, like, the majority of my citizenry just works and learns and, you know, like... uh, Yeah. Because really, like, public schooling is a fairly recent phenomenon in the Kanskis, right?
1: Like, in Canada, I think it was the 1850s. Yeah, which isn't really that long ago. No.
0: Yeah. So in the medieval setting, I don't think most of the citizenry would have... Now you got to suspend your belief a little bit because it's assumed most people can read and write with your you know in um like playing D&D for example you know all the characters can read and write whatever language right but they don't have to like your NPCs don't have to follow those rules right
1: Yeah like I mean it was mostly just like uh the priest class for most yeah. of well for european like history right
0: that, yeah and the wealth were
1: like yeah and i don't even know how many of them did <laughs> but,
0: yeah uh, so like i like to think of the scene in game of thrones when we're talking about this when um aria is with um tywin lannister oh and yeah he's yeah, like yeah. amazed that's that she can read yeah that's and talks the way he, like she that. does
1: yeah. Cause he, she says, what does she say? My Lord. Right.
0: Instead of my Lord. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that gives her away. Exactly. He's like, I know, I know that you're highborn." but exactly. he thinks like, yeah, cause
0: you're educated. Right. Um, yeah. So the most of the citizenry in my, basically like you, you pick a trade, right.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you would be apprentice master kind of relationship, right.
0: Or continuing on whatever family business, right. Like, um, yeah. If your parents are farmers if your npc parents are farmers the children are most likely farmers exactly yeah they most likely if you know you know you have an inn the children probably work in the inn or apprentice to adjacent places that don't have children right
1: yeah and then um i'm actually next year or next year Well, yeah next year next semester i'm taking a course called education in ancient greece and rome oh that's cool so I hope to learn some cool stuff from there and then we can just translate that straight into the old podcast here. Yeah. So you get some educational buildings and then, you know, you need some civic buildings, which is just like, if you have an arena, that'd be civic. Yeah. library museum, maybe.
0: Yeah. Anything like that. Then
1: then after that you could have some religious buildings and uh, or spiritual, whatever you want to call it.
0: Yeah. Whatever works in your world
1: yeah and then let's go through quickly kind of the last few things right we kind of talked about government already so don't need to talk too much about that just like Mm -hmm. you know you might have like a city hall maybe
0: yeah or like you know assembling place a records clerk yeah yeah
1: and then um military you could have like an arsenal or or barracks
0: yeah guard houses yeah Buildings,
1: and and, uh, you can have some like lighthouses if you're on the yeah, if you're on the coast or like a shipyard. You know, maybe there's a ferry, and then you can have some just kind of interesting things like if you're uh, an anime, you're probably gonna have a hot springs. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you know, or like we're kind of going with like a Greek, Roman sort of thing, so maybe you have a
0: a bathhouse. Yeah. Yeah, and I usually then, I usually do my bathhouses as like a private owned and they usually right. double as an inn. And the ones that I have made in my world.
1: Yeah. And then the last thing I kind of like to think about, or maybe not the last thing, but is like some of the luxury resources. Okay. And it's just like if this city could go could only have one resource, what would it be? You know, what could it not do without? yeah. and uh, yeah, like I could we could go right into the luxury resources, but we're kind of running low on time here.
0: Yeah, so I think we're gonna take a quick little break and after we are going to zoom in onto Delta and um, start building some stuff.
1: Yeah, we'll you know, kind of go through what we went through here and
0: yeah, set up yeah. some of that stuff.
1: Okay, sounds good.
0: All right, see you guys after the break. All right, and welcome to the break. Yeah, welcome. Uh,
1: we got a couple things to talk
0: about, eh? Yeah, we got a couple things. We got a couple updates. Um, I have a brand new open Coca-Cola beside me. And uh, yeah, let's just jump into it. We got a couple things to talk about. So uh, I want to talk about our world anvil. Greg has been hard at work. He's been transcribing all of our, um, what we talk about into the um, into articles. And he's also been working on a language. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that, Greg?
1: Yeah, well, I was talking about that vulgar Lang member. I got yeah. really excited about it. Maybe a little too excited. But, uh, yeah, so anyway, I've been working on it, trying to figure it out. And I ended up making a language that I think is going to work really well for our orcs. Okay. And it is called uh, Thrusian. It's okay. like T-H-R-U-S-I-A-N. So it's either Thrusian or Thrusian. Okay. So... Because we gotta decide on that, but yeah, posted it on our world anvil. They're compatible, and so it's got like it's got the dictionary with over four thousand words in it. It's got a number system. It's got the morphology and like the phonology and all okay. that stuff, and like the sentence structure, vocabulary, uh, some common phrases. It's got girl or not girl? Sorry, female, male, and unisex names. Okay. Common, and then yeah, some common phrases and. So that is on our world anvil, and we're going to start naming things using that language for, I mean, orc things especially, right? Yeah. But if anybody wants to use it, go for it. It's on there. We're going to link to it.
0: Yeah. So And and and
1: just have at it.
0: Yeah. So anything we do, like really, this is an open, kind of an open source uh, world that we're building. Um, If anyone wants to use it for. Um, your D&D campaigns or your novels, or just take bits and pieces of it, go ahead. By all means, that's why we're doing this. Uh, yeah, we're going to put the link in the show notes and we're going to make a post about it on our Facebook.
1: Yeah. And then uh, the other world anvil thing is just our maps. We
0: yeah, we're going to post all our maps them. there.
1: Yeah, I've been updating them. So we only got two now. We got like the very first rough one where it's yeah. kind of like just getting kind of discovered. Like we got the forest and the the mountains mm-hmm. and then there's the newest one where it's kind of got it's got the city in it and everything yeah and then uh, it's just gonna keep getting updated the world's gonna keep getting bigger and Then world envelope like, you can link to everything in there so yeah you'll be able to go and then see the world Look view things, and then click yeah. on a city and then go to the city yeah view, but... and Greg's
0: been working a lot really hard on that and I want to thank you um, well, we're well, also gonna put, start you. putting yeah. Now that i figured out how to use show notes, uh, we're going to start putting in links to um, our weekly inspirations. If there's a linkable thing.
1: Yeah. Or just anything we talk about. Just yeah. Like, anything we talk
0: about, we're going to try to link in our show notes. Um, also, we're going to start on Facebook and Instagram. We're going to start posting our, uh, a graphic with our weekly inspiration and asking you guys about yours. Cause we really, um, we want to know um, what inspires you. And um, we're really doing that just to show like where ideas come from.
1: Yeah. And like help each other find inspiration. And yeah. Like, you know what? You got this cool idea for your d and campaign and, you know, where it come from. Whereas um, you got a cool name for a character in your book maybe. And, yeah. you know, it, it didn't even come out of thin air. There's a reason for it.
0: Yeah. So we're also lo- uploading um, our... Our audio files to youtube it is taking a while um, i'm only doing two a week until we catch up because my computer is very old and cannot really handle uh what i'm asking it to do so <laughs> poor, it poor takes me <laughs> about two hours to encode our uh, our audio file into a video um with yeah. me sitting here moving the mouse so that it doesn't go into sleep mode Um, but yeah so that's coming along and also we have we have made a discord server we're going to put a link in the show notes and we're going to post on Facebook about it but um, just come say hi Um, yeah we're going to make a server and you know if anyone wants to join up or you know talk to us directly that's a great way to uh, to do that so yeah is there anything else you want to talk about?
1: I I think that discord thing, just like going into that a little more, um, like we're both new at this obviously, right? but for this collaborative part of it, I think we've both been kind of like, how do we make it more collaborative?
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Well, with the lockdown and everything is making it its own issues, but with the discord, I think it may, might be the solution.
0: It's a more, um, direct link to people rather than on Facebook.
1: Yeah. it's like more direct, but also just kind of more open and casual
0: like. More. Yeah, exactly.
1: and yeah, if you have any questions, like even about the language or just about anything, or maps, or you just want, just like you got a good character idea, just type in the name.
0: Yeah, let us know.
1: You know, as much as or as little as you want.
0: All right, awesome. No. Well, with that, I think we're gonna get back to the show. Okay, cool. Sounds good. All right, and welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. All right, so where are we starting, Greg?
1: Okay, well, like we said, we're going to keep working on Delta City, so let's maybe do a little recap from okay. last week.
0: So what did we like, do last uh, week, Greg?
1: Well, we made Delta, delta City. We followed the Clearwater Rush out of the, down from the mountains through the Iron Tree Forest to the coast, where there's a delta, and the delta got turned into a city. They made some canals through... And like kind of drained it and basically made like a triangle okay like the delta symbol and then the canal's dissecting it into basically the triforce
0: <laughs> basically yeah. right yeah
1: and then from there we were kind of talking about some districts but you know we need i think we needed some time to stew on that mm-hmm. and then that's pretty much it like we made the triforce we kind of got a greek sort of theme going on okay and there's an Acropolis in the center, and then three other districts. So there's four altogether, total, yeah. like four little triangles
0: so within this we, big one. So did we um, settle on a um, government structure?
1: We were talking about doing like a republic. Okay. Right?
0: And it's Having a city-state, like right?
1: Well, we didn't get there yet, right?
0: Okay. But... Do you want to save the city-state? State?
1: Well, I had an idea. And then okay. just let me know.
0: Okay, just, you you tell you me your think. idea.
1: Okay, so after the Triforce thing, I did some research. Like, after you were talking about it, like, that was your idea, basically, okay. right? And then the canals and stuff, which is a great idea. Okay. And I loved it. So I was looking up some Triforce stuff just to see, like, oh, what can we do there? Okay. But uh, anyway, basically in... It's from like Zelda, right? But it was yeah. been around longer than that. And the try the three things represent power, wisdom, and courage. Okay, which is kind of cool. And then
0: yeah, like like Her- from Zelda. Yeah,
1: and then Ganon, the bad guy, represents the power. Okay, and yeah. Zelda, the wisdom, and Link has the courage. Yeah, so they're kind of like supposed to be three parts of this triforce. Whole, yeah. And then yeah, like I said, it comes from. I looked it up. 12th and 13th century Hojo clan used a symbol, similar-looking symbol, symbol. Okay. Called the Mitsuroko.
0: Okay, and that's Japanese, right? Yeah. Okay.
1: And then, yeah. So in in that same thing, it's the three triangles represent power, wisdom, and courage. Okay. And each of those corresponds to the body, the mind, and the soul. Okay. And so. power is the physical virtue wisdom is the intellectual or the mind virtue and then courage is the spiritual or uh, the soul right okay and kind of like each on its own isn't very good right like if you have power without wisdom or courage and then what good is it you know or same thing wisdom without strength or courage or probably the worst one if you have a bunch of courage like if you're just all heart but you don't have any wisdom or any power or strength You know, pretty useless, right? But but all three together in equal parts is balance. Yeah. And so I was kind of going on thinking about that and thinking about what the different things meant. Okay. And then I was thinking like, hey, we got three races. Okay. You know what I mean? Like we got dwarves, we got humans, and we got orcs built already. Okay. And so what if our triforce kind of thing like each of the districts was one of each okay and then i was kind of thinking like the power could be like the dwarves right
0: yeah and they're industrial and and such
1: yeah and then the wisdom would be kind of like that'd be the place for the elves right but
0: but we're substituting orcs
1: yeah so then maybe the orcs are the wisdom okay and then making courage the human element. Okay. And I thought courage would be really work really well for humans. Yeah,
0: I do. I do like this. Um, I thought you were going to take it in a different direction while you're talking about that. Um, so how about if the, the government structure of the city is like a triumvirate council?
1: That's exactly what I, yeah, I wrote that down. I was like, triumvirate.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So like a representative from each um, part. Yeah. Okay.
1: Exactly. Like almost like it's a city of, um, of embassies kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Where like the three parts come together here. And then like. And in the middle is like neutral ground where it's like where the civic structures would be. Yeah. Okay.
1: So what do you think of that? I like that. Okay, because that's kind of what I was thinking. And um, then I was thinking about maybe some names for these districts and trying to play off that theme. I got some kind of interesting things. So let me just throw them by you. Yeah, shoot. For the uh, dwarves, I was thinking the borough. Okay. But like, you know, like borough, like B-O-R-O-U-G-H. Yeah, like
0: like a neighborhood. Okay.
1: And basically, the definition of a borough is a self governing walled town. Okay. And I mean, that's exactly what that one section of the dwarfs would be. Yeah. And then, not to mention, burrow just sounds like burrowing, digging.
0: And it's a callback it, to like the bunny's burrow. Exactly. Yeah.
1: But then it'd be spelt different.
0: Yeah, of course.
1: And then, um, where was it? Oh, yeah. So I looked up what a Greek, you know, maybe districts or cities might be called. Okay. And I, and I found one that was called an em- Emporion, like not Vaporion, but, uh, E M P O R I O N an Emporion. Okay. And it basically means it was a Greek trading colony. Okay. And we remember we were thinking of making like a trading section, right? Yeah. And, uh, Basically, an Emporion could be a self-contained settlement or a section of either another Greek polis or of a non-Greek town. Okay. So it's like literally a section.
0: Okay, that's cool. It's kind
1: of the same thing. You got the borough and you got the the Emporion. Okay. And they're kind of like standalone. Yeah. And I was kind of thinking like, what could the orc one be though, you know? And what I ended up coming up with and let me know what you think of this, but just like the sanctuary maybe.
0: Yeah. So what I was imagining when we were taught, when you were talking about um, the three parts and when I was kind of, when you're talking about the three races, is I was picturing like the dwarven section is very industrial. Like that's where you mm-hmm. have smokestacks there's forges going. Yeah. Building stuff. Right. The human maybe section. Are, yeah. Is like a big market. Where there's some craftsmen, sure, but there's like also food and and you know um like what your standard medieval uh fantasy human market town kind of place would be.
1: Right? Yeah, it's bustling, yeah.
0: bustling, busy, um vibrant. But then the orc one, I was thinking of like it being more spiritual.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking.
0: Where um there's like maybe in the middle of this place there is a transplanted iron tree that yeah is like, no,
1: exactly that's what i was thinking and
0: it's more um i was thinking of um like the darnassus um night elf city in world of warcraft where it's like basically built around this tree okay yeah. this large tree and then everything is like kind of built into it more natural um for that area
1: yeah and then of and, course uh, bridges
0: between each and then like a mix in the middle where it's like um, more type of governing buildings
1: yeah maybe they got uh like really well-made dwarven buildings with like some nice trees mm-hmm. and then with like, a, gardens. Kind of, with like a greek flare maybe or something some yeah. human element i don't know but yeah, no, that's exactly what I was thinking. So we're basically that's building
0: awesome. three smaller cities in one city. Yeah. Yeah, I like
1: it. So, and then separated by canals, mm-hmm. and they could all have like walls also.
0: Yeah, at least on the outside edges.
1: Yeah, at least. Because I don't know how that work for the canals then, right? Yeah. Like if they had walls on the inside.
0: Yeah, well, I'm thinking of like, basically on the two sides of the triangle of each triangle would have a wall with the ones pointing inwards, not having.
1: Yeah. So, like what kind of buildings we kind of went into that a little bit, you know, like, do you think there would be in like an education building or some sort of like thing like that?
0: Yeah. I think that would probably be in the middle some kind of higher education um again i don't want to do like a public school type system because i don't um, think that would exist in a medieval setting but somewhere um maybe maybe to do with um the arcane or or you know higher learning for nobles and the wealthy
1: yeah and then uh it's also kind of like brings up a lot of things right? like why are these three in league together well i mean not why but like how deep does this go like is yeah. this city a one-off or is this triumvirate more like a expansive thing like is this a theme f- for the rest of our world
0: yeah so it gives me like it's not a th- uh, the idea i have for this is not really for this episode but um when we talk about like origin stories or um you know creation myths and or like hero myths mm-hmm. i think that when we do an episode on that we should focus on like why why are these three together
1: yeah i like that and kind of like i i was also thinking kind of like a wolverine okay right like he's basically constantly fighting that beast inside of him isn't he
0: i think so yeah depending on the the uh run
1: because yeah i don't know too much about him to be honest no, other than yeah, the movies either. so i don't know like i won't even go there but so then we don't have to figure we don't have to have answers for all that right now right
0: yeah i think that's that might be for another episode
1: and then uh oh well we were talking about the language right yeah and on the break there so and I kind of mentioned to this, this to you before we started, was that like, maybe this Orkish or this uh, Thrusian would be kind of like a Latin okay. version of kind of basically the way Elvish is in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. But yeah, so now we could start naming things with these Orcish names, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I like to think of our orcs as like the oldest race or one of the older races.
1: Yeah, I think there's a lot to work with there. Like Yeah,
0: it's interesting. We could really
1: we could really work on something cool there. Or yeah. we're going to, I guess, right? <laughs> but yeah, so do you think the districts would get broken down anymore?
0: Probably. Um I think what we could do is um we could easily break each district down and do a whole episode on a district. Right. To be honest, mm-hmm. um, I kind of want to get the main, main bits out of the way right now.
1: Yeah. Um, so what do you think are the main bits?
0: What do you mean? Bits? Cover here? Um, what well, we've talked about the structure, um, of each, I really like how this is going. Um, ins. I guess they're an inn. Okay. Yeah, we
1: could think of an in for each, or like maybe we don't need a name, but we can start to think about it,
0: right? Yeah, exactly. Um, what's the like resource which we've already talked about? Um, what else is necessary for it district specifically?
1: Yeah. So, like, kind of by the sounds of it, they're almost kind of self-sufficient, or like, could be. Or maybe not self-sufficient, but could survive each on its own.
0: Yeah, in in emergency situation, right?
1: Yeah, like the whole thing I th- would think was that they work together, right?
0: Yeah, but like, but, so my my in my head, like the human district is where like the boat stock. Yeah, and that's where you know most of the trade. Like you know the, the dwarves build stuff, and they get sold in the human district, right? Yeah, no, I you know, like that. Food comes into the human district and then gets distributed throughout the rest or such.
1: Honestly, like as much as I like the orcs and stuff, I just, I'm having trouble figuring out what do they bring, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like maybe they are very like sage-like and wise, but what does that, how do you sell that? You know what I mean? Like not saying that everything has to be capitalist, but like city needs to serve a purpose right like
0: yeah so i'm thinking um of course there's going to be specialists right and there are there four specialists so are they hunters are they um like woodsmen are they um guides are they fishermen maybe
1: maybe i don't know like Would they be fishermen if they were kind of like woods? Woodsy, you know?
0: Well, in the river. Yeah. Right? Like maybe there was a hero or a group of heroes that had to overcome some kind of ancient evil, etc. But I think that's for another episode.
1: Yeah, I kind of thought along those same lines, but I was thinking specifically for the Orcs. And I kind of thought like maybe the reason they're peaceful now is because like out of necessity. Okay. Like they're so like... Orcs are physically imposing, right? Like, no yeah. matter what, I mean, most of the time, right?
0: In, and so maybe... They, in general, yeah.
1: Yeah, so maybe they knew, like, we got to figure this out or we're just going to get killed off because everybody's scared of us. Yeah. And then, so maybe there are still parts for, like, like, or we're or, or like orcs, but they're just, like, pretty much extinct almost.
0: Yeah. I like but the anyway, idea yeah. that, like, orcs... I, I like... I've been thinking about this, and I, I like equating the orcs to like the jedi from star wars or oh. like they kind of like suppress their emotions almost to be wise like that's the point but like maybe they have like a deep wellspring of like emotion that they can tap into if they need to or like a great rage or something that they've been suppressing for generations like like the <laughs> vulcans from star trek or probably any number of things
1: or like the Stoics from Greece and Rome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I do like the idea of them being more spiritual and sage-like, um, but, you know, there's going to be variation. Like, not all of them are going to be doing that, right? And, again, like, there is going to be some overlap, I think. Like, there might be – there. of course, there will be, like, a forge or two in the human area.
1: Yeah, yeah, right? for
0: sure. There's going to be, you know, a butcher in the dwarven area, right? etc like there's going to be some mix and match
1: yeah i think probably the easiest way to answer this question though is like don't not even think of them like orcs no but just like what what would an elf section of a city be yeah you know and i immediately think of like you know mages and
0: yeah so are they more like inherently magical right is this maybe where people go to learn magic
1: mm-hmm.
0: or yeah, maybe the like education Right.
1: Yeah. Maybe the, that building isn't in the center. Maybe it's in.
0: Well, maybe maybe the arcane magic is in the center, but like spiritual magic, like clerical magic, um, druidic magic.
1: Yeah. Druid. That'd be cool. Right?
0: Like maybe that's people go there to learn that.
1: Maybe they teach history because
0: they're old. Maybe. <laughs> right.
1: I'd say that I'll never mind. I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> yeah. And then. So another thing talking about in like building a city it is the area of influence like h- how much threat is there outside the city yeah oh I actually kind of forgot to talk about this but like Go if ahead. you're a border town, you're not gonna have you know it's gonna be more defendable you're not gonna have like a sprawling farmland outside the city necessarily but I'm just saying like if it's on a borderland right like if you're constantly getting pillaged and raided oh yeah it, you know that'd be different than like a capital city in the center of your kingdom you know, where it's probably just, like, your capital and then farmland all the way to the next city. Yeah. Or, well, maybe not farms necessarily, but you know what I mean.
0: Yeah. So I'm just pulling up the map that you made. Um, and I like to think that the area between Delta and the forest is good, like, farmland. Yeah. I like the idea that it is a, um, a city-state, at least, Mm-hmm. Especially if we're going with more of a Greek theme, yeah. All right, having having cities be like city states, more or less.
1: Like I don't think every city of the uh, triumvirate is like this. No, this might be the city that kind of represents the rest of the relationship. Okay, and that's that's the thing, right? Like, so what else is around this city now? So we well, got we this know farmland yet. down the river. And then, yeah, that map, like, there might even be woods north yeah. there, right? Like, not just along the mountain. Yeah, just like, there's there. a
0: bunch of blank space on our map. So, yeah. like, really, we can put anything. I, I just had an idea. Okay. And I don't know. Yeah, I just had an idea. So, what if there is a kingdom of some kind or an empire or whatever in the northern part of the map? Right? Okay. And a rival one in the southern part of the map. And this area here along the river is like a buffer that is neutral and independent.
1: All right. I feel you. But now who are in these other cities?
0: That is a question for another day. Yeah. Guess another right. episode. Because, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think I like the idea of it being like a neutral city state. For whatever other things that are around, that,
1: mm-hmm. that's all I was gonna say. What were you gonna say?
0: Well, I was gonna say that like they don't have to be different peoples. Like it could be two human kingdoms, for all we know, right? That yeah, are true. not don't get along as well, right? You know, yeah. This could this this coastline could be littered with different city states that have expanded or whatever. We don't really have the time to answer that question today. But I like the idea. Okay. Maybe. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Oh, I was going to say, I just, I like the idea that the humans are just like coastal, like, right? Talking about triremes and, you know, they're more like explorers maybe. Yeah, true. And they don't have to be all Greek theme either. Although I like thinking of like cultures and people like kind of flowing like water. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like even if you had two different, themes there's going to be mixing
0: of course they're always in
1: proximity right
0: and i just like okay. the idea of it being like a neutral neutral party right
1: yeah i like thinking of like maybe the orcs in general being neutral a lot too
0: yeah that's probably why because it's very built upon and again that would have to come from a like um origin story type episode
1: yeah, which I think could be really fun.
0: Yeah, I think that would be really fun. Um, but anyway, I think that is just about all the time we have for that today. Okay. So what I think we're going to do is we are going to break up the um, Delta City into each district and do an episode on each one specifically and do builds on each one separately.
1: Yeah, and then like while we're doing that, we we can figure out what's going on here to find that northern and southern city.
0: Yeah, or in between, or however. We might not do that right away. Um, But I do have a question for you, Greg.
1: Uh Uh-oh, go ahead.
0: (laughs) What's your weekly inspiration?
1: Oh, man. Yeah, it's been a crazy week, just with the uh, exams and everything. Mm -hmm. So I don't have too... Good of a weekly inspiration. Okay. It's just my screensaver for my windows. Okay. Was, now I can't remember how to pronounce it. Does it do the it's,
0: thing where it's different every day? But I think, yeah, what, I, what I'm thinking is like whatever northern kingdom is kind of mixes a little bit with the Greek middle city state and so does like the southern one right like there's a area of like overlap mm-hmm.
1: yeah well no it's like changes every week
0: yeah, okay my, my work one does it every day it's different
1: yeah it's like basically it showed like all these stone pillars yeah. kind of mountain looking things okay. and it was okay and it's chinese so i can't pronounce it very well but it's like zhang Ji. <inaudible> okay. National Forest Park in Hunan, China. Okay. And it's just, yeah, it's a bunch of, bunch of these uh, sandstone kind of like pillar looking things. Okay. And to me it kind of looked like this petrified forest. Okay. Like maybe these aren't stones or mountains. Maybe there was like a huge forest like on a grand scale. Yeah. And like they're all kind of at the same height too. So And it kind of looks like these trees were like blasted, okay. in like an asteroid impact or something, and then just like immediately petrified.
0: Yeah, that's cool.
1: Like, and uh, reading about it, this national park, uh, Avatar, the uh, the blue the blue people, not the last Airbender. Okay. The James Cameron
0: took, Avatar. Okay.
1: Yeah, they they took inspiration from this place for their uh, Hallelujah Mountains. Oh, that's cool. And then. They actually, in China, they named one of the mountains uh, Hallelujah Mountain, or Avatar Hallelujah Mountain or something. Neat. So it's kind of cool. Like, I was like, hey, that's cool, and I got an idea about it, and I'm reading about it, and like, oh, James Cameron or whoever also was inspired by these amazing things.
0: Okay, that's cool.
1: Yeah, so, I don't
0: know. I'll have to look that up and take a look at the picture. But, uh,
1: yeah, I was just thinking, like, what's the point of this weekly inspiration? okay like like not like you know like you know what's the point I, but like just trying to think about it and I, I think what we're really trying to figure out is like where do ideas come from yeah you know like by doing this but anyway what was yours this week
0: well sorry yeah. um but yeah so i saw it and i thought it was kind of funny i thought it was also kind of funny that it was just it was in there for like a second and then they don't do anything with it it's just in the background right yeah like literally uh, i like that like the opening musical number is just in the background and uh pig and grapes and it made me think of the pickled pig and i thought it was hilarious
1: well do you think we should put that in the human district maybe we will the emporion
0: the emporion with the pickled pig tavern i think that's a great idea we should use it
1: like it sounds like there would be like a special shot like a drink or something with like some weird pickled pig part
0: yeah exactly well i thought it was clever like on multiple levels because like you could serve pickled whatever Mm -hmm. but then also like you know you get pickled by drinking right
1: yeah yeah no exactly
0: i thought it was i just thought it was funny
1: oh i think that's a great tavern name yeah excited to, to place it
0: yeah i am excited so with that um i just want to touch on what we're going to do next week Uh, i kind of want to keep it a surprise um we're going to take a break from delta city and we got a little holiday special thing for you guys next week so make sure to stay tuned for that um is there anything else you wanted to mention greg
1: well, no, just again. You uh, know, we'll have it in our show notes, our World Anvil, and you can uh, check out.
0: Yeah, any. We're gonna start, start putting. We've I figured out how to put links in this in the show notes in the descriptions. Yeah. Um. So go check out our World Anvil. Well, this week, uh, my partner Emma and I watched the Muppets Christmas Carol, which, if you haven't seen it, it is very good, and I recommend you go watch it anyone who's listening um but there is a sign in the background at about the three minute and 22nd mark that people are walking in front of and it was a sign for a tavern called the uh the pig and grape grapes tavern pig and grapes tavern (laughs) and i just i thought it was funny and for some reason it made me think of It made me think of um I was like, oh, that's a neat name. That's that's funny. Made me think of like the pickled pig.
1: Pickled pig.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the pickled pig tavern. And I'm definitely gonna use that somewhere. But yeah, it was like on the screen for two seconds in the background. And I was like, okay, that's cool. But then I was I've been thinking about this pickled pig all week since we (laughs) watched it. And I couldn't remember what the original sign said. Okay, yeah. So before we started recording today, I loaded up Disney Plus, found the Christmas Carol, and I was like scrubbing through the little bar here trying to find it. Yeah. And it took me about like 10 minutes, and I realized it's like right at the start at like literally 321 is where it is. It's on screen for like two seconds, but it took me like 10 yeah. 15 minutes to find. Just so I can remember like what the actual sign said so I can tell you guys.
1: And your brain just immediately saw Tavern and just spotted it.
0: Well, because I was like, it was like, it was weird to me that it was in here because it's the Muppets. Right. But I guess it's more, you know, it's, they're emulating like Charles Dickens time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's actually some, a lot of cool signs and funny little gags in the back. Greg's been doing a lot of work on that building a whole language and writing down the articles of what we've talked about, go check out our Facebook building blank at gmail.com. I said the wrong one, <laughs> Facebook buildingblank blank, a collaborative world building podcast, uh, Instagram. You can find us at building blank podcast and then Gmail, of course, buildingblank podcast at gmail.com. If you have any comments or you just want to say hi or let us know that we missed anything. Please let us know. We love hearing from you. If you guys have any questions, let us know. Um, well, yeah. With that, um, have a great, great night, great day, whatever time it is that you're listening, and uh, you know, be safe out there.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. Be safe and yeah, stay stay healthy and all that.
0: All right. Thanks, guys.
1: Yeah. Thanks.